0: Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast, episode number 179. I'm your host, David Palermo, and this is a Facebook Live session from the other day entailing the thoughts of the Buffalo Bills signing A.J. McCarron and some loose thoughts on Brandon Bean, Bills General Manager, making moves. So, I'm live on Facebook for the first time in a minute. Um, I did YouTube the other day. Tried YouTube. Kind of like it. Gotta say. Kind of like it. Pretty smooth. Um, damn, what's up with this glare? So the audio listeners are worried about how I look. which shouldn't really matter. But, uh, you know, people say videos are the thing. So, here I am providing a video. Um, so essentially, uh, we're back on Facebook live. Looks interesting, um, in my living room, I guess. And there's a little Bill's flag there. How do I do this backwards? Down. Mm, There it is. See that? See? Bill's fandom right there. Right there. Yep. So tiny little Bill's flag hanging out, um, over a Marshall cab. So, anywho. So the Bills have been making some moves, and um, a lot of people are unsettled about the quarterback position and what they should do. Um, I've gone over it many times on the podcast. It's all about coaching, and I don't care if there's a new guy coming in or not i want to make sure that they are set up to succeed and not doomed to fail from the start um i thought when they brought in tyrod they actively tried to put weapons around him they already had Watkins in place you already had um you know a guy mccoy coming by now for a trade and then you got percy harvin which looked good his first year you know but injuries happened with harvin and i was one of the only injury denier people out there in the world and um You know, you just have to surround your quarterback with pieces. I like that the Bengals grabbed A.J. Green and then Andy Dalton. You know, those two have been together. And um, that frees us up to our next topic in a way. Weird transition here. But, um, you know, I guess the topic of what's been going on really is quarterback. And maybe it's old news by now what the Bills did is they grabbed A.J. McCarron for reportedly, what, like two years, $10 million, which is crazy. Chan Gailey, when he was here and he had Tyler Thigpen as a backup, it was $4 million a year. Brad Smith, the decoy receiver guy, uh, partial quarterback out of Missouri, he was a kick returner too and made $4 million a year. So, you know, really to get A.J. McCarron so cheap kind of brought me into this thing today. And if you don't already, please follow along on Instagram. I I work a construction job and half the time I'm busy driving and then doing the job itself with my hands. So I can't interact too fast or as much as I'd like, but I'm trying to be pretty active on Instagram. If you want to see like in the moment, like dots, I'll be posting a bunch of stuff to my live feed instantly live, live dots, you know, because I would love to sit down and and type with everybody, but I don't have the time to do that. That's why I podcast because it's, it's easy. It's an easier format, um, and I feel like it can be more organic. There's no running with audio. You know what I mean? You have to talk, I think, passionately, so and honestly. Um, so yeah, I think the way things are going in bills land all right let me get us back on topic here steer this boat so the way things are going in bills land is the information comes so quick that i'm just like everybody else just trying to find out what the hell's going on i don't have as many sources as other people do i can pretend i do but i don't so when something drops i just want it to be instant it'll be up on instagram that's it not really so much twitter not really so much Facebook, which I will share to our Facebook page by the way. So follow along on the Instagram or I should say the Numbills fan Facebook, if you're here right now. And um really just follow along. I mean I got not that my opinion matters, but I've been talking to a microphone for a bit here. Um I don't know why, but I still do it. So um that might mean like five people care if. So you five people get on the Instagram account, follow the live video. And uh, today I had a little thought bubble, and in the bubble it read, precisely, maybe I could pull this up and not be a dingbat, it read, hmm, that A.J. McCarron Feller seems interesting, his pay is dirt cheap. Which is true. Will the Bills trade for foals in his cheap contract? Um... You know, could the Bills really trade for Nick Foles too? If you can, I don't see why you don't. Honestly. Um I'm trying to look up his details on Spot I believe it was very, very affordable. So, um, like I thought I was wrong. I thought I read earlier four million. So his base salary for two thousand eighteen would be four million and a signing bonus of six hundred thousand dollars. So and a roster pay of three hundred, so or three million. So yearly cash is seven million dollars. Josh McCown signed for ten mil. Josh McCown. Josh McCown. I am here to tell you I, you know what? I am fired up now. I'm fired up typical. I'm so fired up, typical you talking in the mic right now, so listen. I am really fired up because people on Twitter were arguing with me about damn Josh McCown. I am like, how the hell are you assholes that were so quick to throw Tyrod Taylor out of uh, out of Buffalo and every other quarterback before that QB evaluators? How the hell? How the hell are you going to tell me Josh McCown sounds like a good idea? What upside does Josh McCown offer your franchise, really? One year before you prematurely throw a quarterback into the fire? What the Bills did with A.J. McCarron is a testament to how things should be done, whether they intended it to be or not to be. I remember Buddy Nix. Hey, Buddy, what are you going to do on uh, draft, or I should say free agency evening? You are going to be up at midnight? No, man, I'm going to be asleep, sleeping well. It's like he made it clear. We are not doing jack shit during free agency when it breaks. We don't care. And the Bills, reportedly Sam Bradford was interested, or they were interested in him, and his price got stupid, which I don't know how Sam Bradford strikes again. And I am not an injury person. Like, injuries suck. Injuries happen. But, God damn, the bank account of lightning strikes to Sam fucking Bradford. Well, Sam... Congrats, dude! Have fun. You got Larry Fitz out there in Arizona. That's a good spot, man. Stoke for him. Dome, turf. Well, I mean, he did play on the Rams forever, turf. So, uh, anyways, um, Sam Bradford, (laughs) ridiculous pay. Kirk Cousins. I don't know what to think. Why wouldn't Washington want him? I mean, Dan Snyder is is an idiot, clearly, Um, and. You know, the Vikings, I'm shocked they didn't stay with Case Keenum. At the same time, why not Teddy Bridgewater? Oh, wait, because he's, you know, must be too injured. The Bills on his side. he signed to the Jets. What's that tell you about his knee injury? Behind Josh McCown. So for the price of Josh McCown at $10 million, The Bills still could potentially trade a second, I think, a second and a third round pick to the Eagles and get Nick Foles. And then you want to have your QB competition where everybody's saying here that nothing is earned and, you know, AJ's saying I'm in, you know, the competition. And so is, uh, you know, Salah Tule who they signed, like, it's like, guys, Stop. I know the media thing, you know, you just want to keep thinking back that this isn't earned, but, you know, if you're buying that, cool. At the same time, I like that. You know, I like that nothing is um just handed to you if that's the culture, you know. So hopefully where there's smoke, there's fire on that topic where everybody does earn their spot. But um, I think Agent McCarron is so cheap that if Carson Wentz is healthy, why wouldn't you want Nick Foles and have, like, the the – the thickest quarterback depth chart you can come up with at the time you can draft a rookie right but if AJ McCarron gets hurt I don't want to see Nate Peterman and I don't want to see the rookie this scenario happened with EJ Manuel and Kevin Cobb and coming out of the draft EJ Manuel was known not to have good accuracy do you know what I did? I was sitting next to Mike Smith the next time I have him on uh, the, the podcast, I'll call him on this. So we're going to do a draft podcast. And, and they go, the Bills draft backwards, and the Bills draft EJ Manuel. I go, have my hand up in the air, and I lowered it down at a good pace, just about gravity. And I will just like, what the fuck are you doing? You had Ryan Fitzpatrick under contract. If you followed the Ryan Fitzpatrick saga, time has shown that wherever he goes, he ends up starting somehow by lightning again. It's back. You better be scared if you're a quarterback and Fitz comes in the building because you're getting injured and he's playing. That's just how it is. But you have this dude under contract and idiots in Buffalo and Rochester media and everybody else want to say that he had a high contract, Fitzpatrick, for playing quarterback and he got paid and next thing you know he goes downhill. I mean I was at the game where the dude took a, a helmet to the chest in Toronto. And um it was against the Washington team. Um so I don't I never bought that the dude like got paid and just started sucking. i I think it was just a coincidence you're you know his his next year just it just wasn't good, man. And, and Changiwi fell on the sword for Dave Wansdale, and Changiwi again, you know, retires for a little bit, comes out and has the Jets firing like a pretty good offensive scheme for a, a couple of years. Meanwhile, that offensive scheme would still it it still is cutting up defenses in that mind if you were to continue with one guy and put good pieces around him, why don't you open your wallet for a good defensive coordinator? You know, like, what are you going to do at at the quarterback spot? You know what I mean? You've got Teddy Bridgewater behind McCown. McCown is $10 million. Bridgewater, I don't even know what he got signed for. Don't even know. Once they were out of the race, I was like, I don't know. I heard something like $5, 6000000 I could be totally wrong. I could just look it up, which I should do in the meantime. But if on the bills, man, you want to have the strongest thing you can ever have. And you want to have smart coaches around these kids. I think Chan Gailey was a smart coach. I, I think a lot of these coaches that the Bills have had have been smart coaches. And frankly, it's like, if you have a a a quarterback coming in like EJ Manuel and he's a first-round pick, Bills fans might not be that, that patient, okay? And when that guy Kevin Cobb slips on a mat... For real and is injured, you're like, you gotta be kidding me. And already it sounds like the Bills radio was like, if you're keeping score at home, EJ Manuel is more completions than Kevin Cobb. Meanwhile, they're throwing everything but the kitchen sink defensively at Kevin Cobb. And that was out of Rex Ryan or uh Doug Morone and Jim Schwartz's mouths right there. No joke. We're throwing everything at Kevin Cobb. Okay, sick. Or was that Patton? Whatever year it was. Doug Moron's first year. Yeah, and Doug Moron expected um trying to find out ryan fitzpatrick still to be there which would have been great to have a young first round pick coming up under ryan fitzpatrick that'll be a great thing right i don't want that repeat of ej Manuel happening again with the bills precious first round draft pick if they grab a quarterback at 12 where it stands right now but the bills need to swap up with the giants to number two that's it That is it. I mean, we could talk about this forever. I'm sure I could do a whole podcast just about it. But I want to make sure that we have a headstrong kid at quarterback followed by another headstrong kid at quarterback. And look, there's been guys that come in their first year and they do fine. I know that. I really know that. I just don't think that Buffalo is the venue for patience at the quarterback position for that guy to develop. I think that's extremely hard for that to work out. And if you don't have patience, and you want this guy to be a a quote-unquote 10-year starter, I I hate when people talk about supposed 10-year starters because the way free agency is working right now, I don't give a shit if he's a 10-year starter. Who's going to make a difference on my team right now? And if you ain't with that, adapt or die. Look at sports around the world. That's just where it is. One-year deals? Really? Two-year deals? It's crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. And it's not like, you know, week after free agency opens type guys either. It's it's big-name players. I mean, Preston Brown, coach's son. Love Preston Brown. He signed with the Bengals for one year. Good for him. That's home, man. I wish him the best. I really do, but I want to make sure that the coaches. Had, uh, like, I'd rather ask Nate Peterman off the roster. He's a damn fifth-round pick. Who gives a flying fuck? Like, who cares? What's these, this people's attachment to Nate fucking Peterman? I mean, God, I cannot stand it. It's, like, the worst thing in the world. I can't. I don't understand. I have never seen a player show less next to Kobe Listenby on an NFL field that everybody gets so hyped about. And I was on the Kobe Listenby train, like, hey, man, you know, you're fast. we like to see you out there. Hey, man, you know. Show some love, but no, really, like, what is up with this Nate Peterman hype? You could have A.J. McCarron, have a Nick Foles, and get your damn quarterback. Like, you, you would have one of two guys. Like, if A.J. McCarron goes on, you have Nick Foles. If Nick Foles goes on, you have A.J. McCarron. And maybe have a guy devolving under him. Well, you're going to give away the whole draft. Well, if quarterbacks are that rare, well, I guess you got to do what you got to do, right? Do you really think Lamar Jackson's going to come to Buffalo? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't even, I don't know what to ever think about quarterbacks, honestly. Because, like, I, I'm from the, the aspect of Reuben Brown. I think it was Ruben Brown's on a John Murphy show, and he's like, you know, was Ryan Leaf really that bad, or do you think it was the coaches? Like, come on. How many times have we seen players come in, and they just suck? They look like they haven't played the position before. Oh, you know, here we go, year two. Next thing you know, the coach is fired. <laughs> so, here we go. We have another player in limbo. And I'm sick of that with Buffalo. So when I hear about Josh McCown and you people on Twitter chewing me out, like, how do you not want Josh McCown? It's like, no, I want a guy with upside. That's what Brandon Bean mentioned in the presser is a guy with upside. And that's A.J. McCarron. And, you know, I wasn't on this A.J. McCarron train, but I'll tell you, I am on the A.J. McCarron train. I am really pumped. Um, I haven't been this pumped about the Bills in, in a little bit. Honestly, I've been kind of like Debbie Downer since the middle of the season. Like, uh. Here we go, anointing a coach with way more credit than he deserves. Just give him a minute, let him breathe. Don't hand him the key to the freaking city yet. Just let him breathe a little bit. Because you're gonna put him on this pedestal that he doesn't need to be on. So that's kind of where my head's been at. Which is like, just breathe a little bit, pump the brakes, let to do his job. He's gonna learn here. Anyways, don't tell me McDermott has it all together already. He doesn't. So I'm on the AJ McCarron train right now. Why? One, he has tattoos. Two No, just kidding. Two national championships. I like that. Um now. Played, you know, at Alabama where pretty much get anybody you want if you're saving. I mean I wanna know how many single moms or now single moms recruits from Alabama. (laughs) Ended up going there. Just wondering. I'm gonna say he was in good shape. You never know what he's doing over there got the good coach look yeah my shit's together <laughs> anyways so um you know you got Brian Dable coming from there as well working under Saban and then the uh, Bill Belichick then back to Saban last year's offensive coordinator and um I'm pretty curious to see you know he must know something about him you know so pretty curious to see how AJ McCarron and him work together it should be cool um I just hope that they surround AJ McCarron with pieces. This wide receiver position needs to be addressed. And I like AJ McCarron because it offers you upside and the cheapest way to address it is really in the draft. And frankly, in the draft, I want more of a route runner. Um, I don't want this. Oh, we need a guy to go up and get it garbage. Whatever, dude, I don't care. I truly don't care. Like because I don't know what the offense is gonna call for. So don't go telling me that we need this go up and get a guy when they're not gonna throw it more than one time every three games anyways. To him, I'm sick of that. Not letting the media dictate what the team needs. Like no, stop with your fan fan stuff. Let's look at this like chess here. All right, Adrian McCarron has some upside. He has NFL experience. To the people saying, oh he couldn't have beat out Andy Dalton. Well, Marvin Lewis does not want anything to do a quarterback controversy and that's something that I would truly um agree with and it's like if you look at Buffalo for an example it can get really really tough um you know all of the pressure on a player drafted in the first round Uh, a player drafted, especially for the quarterback spot. And I am guilty of falling in love with some guys, you know, that showed a lot of potential. But if this is chess, which it is, I want to see the players in the best position to succeed. And the way to have them succeed is to make sure that they're in a situation where everything is cool. If Nick Foles and A.J. McCarron were on the roster, say, and one won it out, okay, well, A.J. McCarron is under contract for another year. If he wins it out, Nick Foles can walk. Or do you bring Nick Foles in as a starter and have A.J. McCarron in the following year or as a backup, and then maybe you can even have your draft pick that you really want underneath him? I, I doubt the Bills would draft would invest three picks into the quarterback spot. I know this whole Foles idea is like absolutely crazy, but is it? Because they can afford it. If you're gonna sign McCown, and he went for 10 million, and for like another million, you could have both of these guys. So 11 million at the spot. I mean, plus a pick is a lot to ask, but you don't even need to get a guy. I don't know. Again, I don't know what to think about quarterback. It's it's, you know, Cam Newton looks really good his rookie year. People catch up. Uh, RG3. People catch up. Or is it really that, you know, Shanahan worked with what he had. He wanted Cousins allegedly, anyways and with rg3 he gets harassed at rg3 how are you going to put him out there to die it's like no we went into the playbook at baylor and this is what he did well so we implemented it so um i asked some some kind of like roundabout way um i guess i'll read these comments so, so devin ryan bachman joined greg Morris. holy shoot i didn't expect this so go bills catch up later josh McCown is garbage that's right dean drunk dean Cleveland wins the Super Bowl, Tyrod. You heard it here first. Uh, Greg Moore says, don't trade the farm, hold tight, and add five stars this draft. Greg, that is one huge point, man, is you could use this whole draft, most of it, to to rebuild the offense. I mean, Brian Dable has a clean slate right now. He could do whatever he wants. He can have an offensive line that can be married together for a bit. You got to get a guard or two. You gotta, you know, shore that up. They brought in an offensive lineman today. Um, I just added him on the Instagram. Actually, it is. Oh shoot, they're both offensive linemen: Russell Bodine and Marshall Newhouse. Well, Marshall Newhouse, I know, came from uh, Oakland. I heard that. So, um, yeah, they signed to the team. That's pretty cool. One year and two year deals. Um, so essentially. They got a lot of work to do. Oh wow. Kevin Missouri corrected me. McCarron on a three million dollar deal. Wow, that is a huge value. Um six million for Bridgewater. Thank you, Kevin. McCarron headstrong. I don't know, Devin. I think he is. I think he's ready. Um he's played in the spotlight of the national championship games, and he didn't beat out AJ McCarron or uh Andy Dalton. I think there's a, a good reason to that. And I respect the coach that doesn't want a controversy, dude. Things are taken. I mean, there was something loud at McDermott this year during the, um, during the the training camp, and I forgot what it was, but it like caught fire where he had to address it the next time, and I'm like, what? This guy just pulled something right out of his butthole, and it hits McD, and then they got it like I'm I'm right in the same room as this dude. I'm like, how? Wait, I wish I knew what it was. And it's like it was the most ridiculous question. And then all it takes is some stupid-ass site. They hear it at the press conference on com, You know, and some stupid-ass site. Hey, do you think buff Bucket happened? It's like, oh, my God. It's really, like, it's not to a point of wrestling, but it's, like, more mature wrestling where it is allegedly unscripted. I mean, come on. These guys have lives. There's big, there's big, why are you walking around right now, dog? Get away from me. Go lay down. There's no food here christ don't get a dog don't get a dog so hey brian the dude man beach aj was a fifth round pick too so i think i think mccarran could be all right he sat for a bit i like guys who are sitting and are waiting to go to the next step i like that upside McCown offers you no upside don't come at me with some McCown garbage ever get out of here So let's read through a little bit more. My little research tells me AJ is way upside of any QB in the draft. Nice job, Devin Davis, because I didn't read that. But I'm going to trust you because I like you. Jeremy Coop. Doubt they'll get Foles. Eagles are going to need him. They need to draft Mayfield if he is available. Jeremy again, I don't know shit, okay? (laughs) I'll tell you one thing is he just better come into a good situation. Whenever they grab a quarterback, a rookie, I just hope he comes into a good situation, and I just hope that, like, by fate, if it's McCarron and probably a rookie, I just hope that the fans can be patient. They can really be patient. And this might be one of those things where if you people go crazy and you're not patient and you rush this guy into stardom, Okay. He he could fall really hard. And that was my whole thing with McDermott. Is pump the brakes. I want to see a coach stay just pump the damn brakes. It's not that hard to figure out. Just pump them. Chill out. Let these guys do their work because Everything is a 24-hour news cycle. Everything is shock. And I mean, when you look into media companies, how many there are now compared to what they used to be and how, um, I guess Obama signed something crazy saying that it is legal for the government to use propaganda for certain things. I don't know the deeds. Don't quote me. But you could do a little homework. So it's kind of like, I don't know what to buy, what to believe. And I had this thing in my heart that a lot of stuff that we see written about with like even the bills is just hot smoking garbage so when it comes around the quarterback time like they're taught every year it's like man there could be like four in the top 12 oh this year is a better year than last year no next year is a draft away like I don't know what way to go every it's like it's a cycle of those three every single time and I don't know what to believe I don't know who Mel Kuiper's paid off by because he has just said some awful shit over the years, but I mean, he's also an old school guy and I got to respect him, man. He's putting in a lot of work and quite Kuyper pretty much kind of how good that thing really going and escalating. So for me, I think the draft is a very essential tool to build your team up and what better way than to work on the offense. Here's your clay. We'll show her up. This is McDermott. We'll show her up the defense. We got Leslie Frazier, great defensive mind, former head coach. We got this end covered. Um, what can you do offensively? What pieces do you need? A.J. McCarron, he has some upside that, you know, he has something the fans can stand behind. The Bills fans love a guy who has hard work. The Bills fans did support Tyler at first. He's very exciting. But when you're not throwing with anticipation, you start to wear on fans and there's other things with other quarterbacks. Accuracy. Well, you know what? If the Bills draft a quarterback, how about we grab the most accurate quarterback of the bunch? How about we grab a guy where his mechanics are good out the gate? Because, again, This is Buffalo. You fans, most of you, do not have patience in damn Buffalo for a quarterback to develop. That is the damn truth. So get this dude as whatever guy is the most turnkey guy in this draft that has the best footwork, the best arm strength. You really do got to zip the ball in Buffalo weather. And people might not appreciate Tyrod's arm for that. I mean... Super zip. I mean, think about Fitzpatrick. Oh, my God. But footwork is more important to me than what the hell your arm looks like throwing that ball. And I would bet you a quarterback expert would probably agree with that. Because whenever you look at guys when when that ball goes in, just immediately on the replay, look at their feet. Where are their feet? And and that is the same thing with a lot of sports. So um, I'm going to roll with that. Footwork, footwork, footwork. I mean, Phillip Rivers has a weird throw, but it works. You know, look at Peyton Manning timing those wounded ducks in the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning. Anyways, so I just hope that the Bills, if they do draft a guy, it's just somebody that is totally turnkey, ready to go. And, you know, Adrian McCarron is Ryan Bachman saying it could be a bridge quarterback. But... He could also be a guy that you put pieces around and support. And why not get if there's a receiver that that the Bills believe in in the draft somewhere. You know, I'm I'm of the of the like of where what's the most important thing that the Bills need to be successful? And I think they need an offensive line. I think they need a defensive line. And the Bills have made some good moves. Um I've been in this on for 30 minutes. We had some good participation here. Um and and Herman Caven says it great. That's because we've been waiting for someone since Kelly. And that's the thing is we can wait all we want or we can support the quarterbacks we have and surround them with pieces and support the franchise to go out and invest in these pieces. Right? And let the coaches do their job. But don't bring in don't bring in uh Nate Hackett as a first year offensive coordinator and tell me from the organization somewhere else. That it's cool for him to play double duty as a quarterback's coach now to, to a rookie quarterback. How many hours are in a day? So right there, that's EJ Manuel failing or doomed from the start. Meanwhile, they brought in David Lee eventually. And it's like, actually that was um, Rex Ryan. I'm sorry. They're buying a guy from the Lions. I think he had a hand in helping develop Stafford or something for a year or two of Maroon's um, tenure in Buffalo. But E.J. Manuel's was kind of due from the start. He shouldn't have been there from the get-go. He was the second, third-round quarterback. And if you just picture the Bills getting a second or third-round quarterback in E.J. Manuel, how awesome would it be to be patient? You know what I mean? You wouldn't have that pressure like, hey, man, this guy's got to do it. He didn't even last 17 games. 17 games but i don't think he should have been drafted in the first place it was a buddy nicks pick i'm gonna get a quarterback for the franchise but i'm telling you before buddy nicks this roster was a crock of garbage i don't remember pro bowlers from geron years really i mean it was far and few between and are you done sneezing dog all right i'm out of here my dog's sneezing and uh they're being annoying. So that's it for Bill's talk. Thank you to whoever just blew the little thumbs up thing. So stop shaking because you were done. Okay. Welcome to, well, I guess Numb Bill's fan podcast for whatever number this is. So thank you everyone. Subscribe along on iTunes. I try to do a few podcasts a week. Um, hopefully doing a dump soon of a bunch of content. I just saw Kevin Maseri at his house. And um, so this has been podcast number 179 uh, live on Facebook. The Buffalo Bills are look at smart thoughts on A.J. McCarran signing. So have a good one, people. And, again, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. I hate this dog. Anybody want a dog? And um, she's really cute but annoying. And she's white really like a bright white so in the snow you're gonna lose her i lose her all the time um so don't forget we're also part of the punch drunk sports uh upcoming punch drunk sports podcast network really psyched i guess the pot the, the website's gonna drop in a couple of days or a couple of weeks so if you can um check out PunchDrunkSports.com, and don't forget we're also part of grandstand sports network as well so check out their website awesome content um and uh that should be it. So follow along on Instagram if you want instant stuff. Instagram, Instagram, Instagram. You want to shoot me an email, David and um dot com. Also the website is uh it's got the little construction thing going on in my head actually. I have some stuff in the background working on a new site. Toss around ideas, possibly um hmm. I don't know. I talked to Deacon about this and he doesn't like the idea, but I talked to a couple of people. So I don't know if people would ever want to have like a, like a forum where they could talk unfiltered, how I like to talk where we could say, fuck shit, piss, you know, I don't know. Just wondering would anybody be into that, would people participate? And then if there was like a conversation or a forum topic, thinking about a forum. Okay if there's a topic that's just beaten to death, I would like to take that topic and just put it into a, a, a different area. Like, yo, we talked about that a bunch. Refer to this conversation, this conversation, this conversation. I don't need to see a new Tyrod. I'm a big Tyrod Taylor supporter, okay? But I do not need to see a damn Tyrod post every five minutes about the same shit on any one of you Facebook live groups or Facebook groups, okay? <laughs> like, I'm sick of it. It's so awful. Just chill out. Anyways. So, kind of like a filtering way in promoting other people's content. Because there's a lot of good content out there, but unfortunately, in the Bills groups, it's like, (laughs) are you my friend or not? Well, I'm not going to promote your content. Okay, cool. Well, I guess I'll just like make my own platform and promote my own content. And I guess just kind of hang out by myself in my living room. Talking to Mike. Oh, I got to go. So, um,. You know, subscribe on iTunes. I'm your host, David Palermo. And uh, let me know what you think about a web forum or some shit. Maybe Drunk Dean wants to get involved. But Deacon goes, Drunk Dean is not going to do anything with the message board. So who knows? I wonder if Dean's even here. All right. So see you later. Goodbye.